Hey everybody, this is episode 11 of Hear Us Out, a podcast that discusses everything from fashion and lifestyle to why sweet corn is superior to creamed. I'm your host, David. I'm Allie. I'm John Paul. Each episode, we will pick topics of things we really enjoy, love, etc., and a topic of something we think is overrated or lame. Here we go. All right, y'all, like David's... Yep. All right, y'all, like David said, welcome to episode 11. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Allie has a birthday. Happy birthday, Allie. Thank you. Allie is 20 fun, and she went out and uh, had two margaritas last night. No, I had a, a mojito. A mojito. Oh, mojito. <laughs> uh-huh. one, one time I had like 10 mojitos, and I woke up with the worst hangover ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 10 Bad mo- idea. Mojitos is not something you want to drink 10 of, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like vodka or tequila and sugar. So, yeah. I don't think a mojito is tequi- tequila. Is it? Oh, no. Is it something else? Maybe vodka. Is it, or, oh, is it rum? Rum. Yeah, I believe so. Well, whatever it was, it, it messes you up pretty bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, happy birthday. And also, I have an announcement to make about our emails. Ooh. Yeah, we don't have any. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, Great. Great, yeah, guys. So, yeah, thanks for dropping the ball on that one. Fellas, um, <laughs> and ladies, but uh, but if, you do, if you do want to email us, then you just listen to Allie right now. Hey, y'all! Hey, y'all! I'm really disappointed that uh, one of you sent us uh, an email for my birthday, that's really hurtful. <laughs> uh, if you guys do want to hear us, hear us, hear you out, email us at podcast, hear us out at gmail.com and you know, wish me a belated happy birthday, assholes. Yeah, yeah. And if you have a topic you want us to discuss, we'll totally do it for you guys, you know? You don't even have to discuss it or think about it. Just tell us and listen to us to tell you what you think. Yeah, baby. And if you want to be <laughs> if you want to be anonymous, dog, if you're afraid, that's fine. We won't say your name. Just uh don't put your name on there. How about that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we'd love to hear hear you out. But uh this week, who uh which one of you all is going first? I believe it's it's Sir Ali, Ali. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, so something I like this week, and like I said, my my like is also kind of specific, and it's more specific to like uh, my demographic. I feel like um, because what I like this week is um, like back in the early two thousands, mid two thousands. Um, everyone was posting like coming out videos on YouTube and they were always so moving and awesome. And when I was like struggling with my identity, they were super fun to watch, you know? So that's something I like this week because they're always super, super emotional. And, you know, I feel like, especially with like young kids who don't have anyone to talk to, it's, they're so helpful and they're super cool. You're not alone in the world. You know what I mean? So that's what I like this week. That's awesome. I hear that. That's good. Like. I don't think I've ever seen one of those videos. Dude, even if you're not, like, in the LGBT community, they're they're uh-huh. super fun to watch because some of them are just, like, you know, you have guys in the military. This, and this is back when Don't Ask, Don't Tell was, you know, a big thing. Yeah, so yeah. Like guys in the military who, uh, you know, come out to their parents and they're on YouTube. And they're just, like, super, super sweet. And, like, you don't really get a lot. There's some, like, really sad ones on there, but most of them are, like, just really, really uplifting and, like, oh, <laughs> So. Right on. Yeah. They're super worth watching. Yeah, I've I've seen a couple of them. Um, I've only seen 
sweet ones, not sad ones, which is which is good because I don't I don't know if I want to see the sad ones. I'll read about them, but something about yeah. that visual, that audio, that uh, oh, punch me in the gut. But the happy ones punch me in the gut too, but in a good way. I'm just like, huh? Yeah, for sure. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. But I don't know. Like and like, I just I really enjoy them because like I don't think that's not something I would have ever. I didn't do that, and it's not something I ever would have done just because like I'm I'm awkward anyway, and like. I don't know. So it's more power to those people, man. They'll, you know, go out of their way to do shit like that. I think it's really impressive. Really brave. Yeah, that's, yeah right on. Totally. <laughs> um, like, I don't know about the whole, like, filming yourself part, but I don't know about that with fucking anything. Like, every time I see, like, somebody give a homeless guy a cheeseburger, uh, I'm just like, why am I seeing this? Why did you have to film this fucking thing? Just do it, you know? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. That's, but but the one cool thing about this is by putting that online, I feel like it does give... Uh, other kids uh, and probably adults too in that community. Um, like you said, hope, you know, like, because it's one thing to have somebody say like, just do it, you know, like they'll be supportive, like just, you know, sit down and talk to them. But it's another thing to see it, I imagine. And Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, and what I'm saying, like, you know, I, I feel like now it's less like a big deal just because there's, you know, social media is so big and like, we're a lot more open about shit like that. Like, especially when I was watching them in, like, you know, 2008, 2009, it was, like, it was a big deal because, you know, it was still kind of, like, a hush-hush kind of thing. And I, I gotta say, you know, like, I have, like, the most supportive family, obviously, but I was still terrified to come out. Terrified. And I feel- it's a big deal. Yeah, I can see. I can see where it'd be terrifying for sure. I was about to ask, like, uh, how how was coming out for you? Was it, was it kind of rough? No, well, <laughs> mostly just because I didn't want to say it. Um like, yeah. with my mom, I think, you know, my mom's the first, my sister's the first person I told. And then, uh, I remember being on the phone with my mom and I was telling her about someone I was dating and she just asked me, is it a girl or is it a boy? And that's how I came out. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. But yeah, <laughs> she kind of paved that road for you. Yeah. yeah I, like, I was never, it would just been like, oh, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, we're just uh, like, yeah, my date's coming over for dinner. Uh, <laughs> and then they show up and they're like, oh, we had no idea. Thanks Surprise! for the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, That's in, good. In I my never... school, man, I never would have, I never, ever, ever would have even thought about it. Yeah. Uh, high school is kind of rough anyway to do anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. Place. It's, it's, yeah. It is a negative place. It's crazy, too, because, like, you know, Denise, Denise is three years younger than me. And her high school, like, they had a lot of, like, openly gay kids. Like, she, she was, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. like, I just think back to when I was in high school. There's no, I just, absolutely no fucking way I could have done that. Yeah. Not at all. And you went to all girls, all girls school in New Zealand, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why that'd be kind of hard to do there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it probably has to do a lot with set and setting. Like, not all high schools are the same. Not all families are the same. Not all situations. Oh, for sure. I'm glad it was easier for you. Um I'm glad that these videos are out as sources of inspiration for people who might be struggling with it. Hell yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Very, very positive. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is like the one, like we're not just like, but right. Except I, did, I did kind of poop on the whole filming yourself thing, but that's, that's something else. That's something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if you film yourself and you just, and like on purpose to say like i want proof that it is easy well not easy i want proof that it is sometimes uh turns out okay for other kids then yeah totally fine but if it's like 
maybe this will go viral. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So my dislike this week, it's not really dislike, it's just kind of something I don't understand, but I also dislike, um, I'm just trying not to be such a negative person all the time, you know, or some, at least so aggressively negative, you know, <laughs> I want to be inwardly negative so I don't bother people so much anymore. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. My dislike this week is when people say the word moist really bothers them. <laughs> that's like everybody. It's like everybody, and I have a armchair psychologist theory about why everybody uh, is grossed out by the word moist. Because I don't think that they actually are. I think that they've just conditioned themselves to be grossed out by the word moist. Because they've, because everybody like going through high school um, and elementary school has heard another kid, several other kids probably, and like throughout your life, you'll hear a hundred people say like, "Ooh, don't say moist. That that word creeps me out." So. Because that is like such a like, a, honestly, like one of the first viral things for kids, like so many kids have heard it that it just kind of indoctrinates them into not liking the word moist until it becomes like probably really true for them. Like they actually don't like the word moist. But if I think that if nobody said that shit to them ever, then nobody would be bothered by the word moist. I, I think it's just like this, this groupthink mentality. What do you call it? Like, I don't know, mob mentality where they just kind of just huddle together in the uh, for warmth and the darkness of this existence and all say that they don't like the word moist, right? Because other words that mean kind of the same thing, they're not grossed out by. Like, nobody's grossed out by damp. Are you guys? No, damp's fine with me. Actually, I should ask you guys, are you grossed out by the word moist? <laughs> no, not at all. So, <clears throat> I'm not grossed out by the wor word moist. Uh, only time the word moist bothers me, and I'm going to say this, and I don't want to. I don't like the, like, together moist panties i don't know why i think it's the with the word panties right ew ew yeah yeah well that's <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that's that an interesting, that's an interesting point but do you like moist cake yeah i mean that's fine i guess i think it's the word panties that really tr like gets me going it's like oh yeah. oh <laughs> well, the word, the word panties is kind of always creeps me out. I, I, I still say underwear. I don't give a shit. Yeah, what, like, too, it is. Yeah, panties just is like, uh, panties. You know, it's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, I, I used to be weirded out by that word too, but I feel like hanging around with girls are like that are totally comfortable saying it all the time as like, like made it okay in my brain to say or like to hear it. Why are girls saying that around you? No, no, they just, just uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it. Uh, but uh, like, for example, <laughs> Debbie says it all the time for some reason. Um, and uh, she she said like, there's this like a uh, vent that blows air in front of the Starbucks where I used to live, not in the yeah. Starbucks, but around where I used to live. And um, she's like, oh, David, you can stand here and watch uh, <laughs> Sea Girls panties all day if you want to. <laughs> and like shit like that, just constantly. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the word moist. No, no, I was talking about panties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Not moist. <laughs> I was like, Where is this like, story you gotta, going? <laughs> you gotta try this moist coffee. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> nope, no. <laughs> um, well, that's different. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll get over that. But uh, but it's just the for me, like panties is it's the 
the feeling behind the word, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so now maybe like I'm cutting off my own legs with moist hair. Like maybe they have the same excuse for the feeling that they get behind the word moist. But I think that's bullshit, right? Because, I don't know, because like nobody's going to be mad at like moist cake, right? Or, you know, moisture, moisturizer. Like how can we say moisturizer, but we can't say moist? Like, oh, my skin is so moist, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I don't really think it's the way that it sounds either because like, other things with that, those like mouth sounds don't creep people out. Like oil has the oi in it. Yeah, or, yeah. Or like uh, hoist, you know? Hoist, yeah. Oyster. Oyster. Like, yeah, you don't have like pirate captains like saying like, oh, hoist that flag. And then <laughs> like, oh, that oh dude. <laughs> yeah. Say oh, raise the flag. <laughs> 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 uh, so I just I just think people are making it up, and I think that they're just uh, uh, imitating other what other people say, and those people have imitated what you know the last group of kids said, and so forth and so on. Yeah, definitely. So I think people are babies. I think we got bigger words to be worried about, like uh, smegma. Oh, smegma is pretty. Yeah. Just the definition of smegma. That I think it's the only reason it grosses that me really out. That is just a gross word. The definition like, of yeah. smegma. Yeah. <laughs> because magma is cool smegma not cool not cool at all <laughs> <laughs> by the way dear listeners this is a psa if you don't know what smegma is use a dictionary not anything that's going to pull up photos <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah. you're about to be gross the hell out i have a i have a coworker that doesn't like the word dandy dandy, dandy? yeah like it really bothers oh, her <laughs> Dandy, because because it, it's stupid. No, just the way it sounds. Hmm. Dandy, dandy, dandy. I like dandy. I do too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think there's any word that I dislike. Like moist doesn't bother me. It's like more like the way people say words that bother me. You know. <laughs> oh, like uh, like I'm just fine and dandy. It's like, ugh. You know what I mean? <laughs> dandy doesn't bother me, but that that right there bother would bother me. The collection of words, fine and dandy. Yeah, yeah. Or like, and like just the attitude. I'm fine and dandy. How are you doing? I was like, oh, shut up. You know? <laughs> I, I get that. I'm glad you're fine and dandy. I, I think I think it's really like dependent on your mood too. Because I, I had a call on Friday from um like a someone who's applying at the jail. And uh, he ended the call with Oakley Doakley. And oh, no. <laughs> I, I just I hung up with him and I wasn't sure how to feel about it. I sat on my desk for like five minutes like... What just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Oakley? I I don't know. Should I definitely (laughs) not hire this person? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. I, 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 uh, well, this, this podcast, my, my like is another movie topic which we love so much um i like uh hayao miyazaki or the studio ghibli film collection maybe not all of them but for the most part they're all pretty pretty awesome oh if you don't know what that is it's like like i guess the most famous one would be like spirited away nausicaa of the valley of the wind which is definitely not the most famous one i was gonna say that's that's kind of obscure (laughs) yeah yeah I, i just like saying the title nausicaa of the valley of the wind um and then uh, 
Princess Mononoke, that's probably the second most famous. I don't know. Uh, probably Howl's Moving Castle, yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, oh. And uh, My Neighbor Totoro. There's another really, really popular one. Yeah, and also uh, Ponyo. Ponyo. Ponyo, yeah, that was popular as well. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just, um, they're all like, and it's not really anime. It's more like children's. I, I call it Japanese Disney because it's it's like that kind of art. But it's all, all, all pretty much children's movies for sure. But uh, I really enjoy them. I do think, however, if like a child watches them too much, they turn out kind of weird later when they're adults. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't grow up on them. I started watching them like when I was like seventeen or something. So I, I didn't, I didn't turn out weird. But I do feel like <laughs> if you watch too much of them when you're growing up, you you turn out kind of weird. And that's just me, my opinion, and that's probably really stupid. But I just met many a weird person <laughs> that I uh, love Studio Ghibli. I can. Pro- I, I don't have any proof of that either. I like, um, but I've also never gone around and asked people if they like Studio Ghibli movies, and then said, "Oh, okay, no, I, no." I <laughs> but, but uh, that aside, uh, I'm actually brand new to this world because we just got HBO Max and all the Studio Ghibli movies. Is that am I saying that right? Ghibli. Yeah, Ghibli. Yeah, all the Studio Studio Ghibli movies are on uh, HBO Max. So I was like, "Oh, finally, I can watch them," because I I never wanted to buy them and. I don't really like rent movies that much anymore. So I just yeah. turned on Spirited Away because I knew it was one of the more popular ones and I wanted to see what it was about. And uh, and I was blown away. I thought it was fantastic. But it's got some pretty hardcore stuff in there. So like, I would say that it is like anime Disney, except it's anime Disney for like us old folks too because it's got some real heavy topics in there. Um, it does. Yeah, I thought, no, I thought it was uh, very creepy very uh ethereal and atmospheric and just really really entertaining all around um which one would you uh suggest i watch next after spirited away i like my favorite since you know they all have they all have like that moral that moral story like that i think that's mostly for the like adults and uh mine is the the environmental one i like i like nasaka the valley of the wind that's probably my favorite it's long yeah that one's super dark super long Mm-hmm. Is, that the one, is that the one with uh, the girl who rides a wolf and there's a black sludge that's tearing up the land or something? That, that's a Princess Princess Mononoke. Oh, okay. That one's also really dark. It is dark. I feel like <laughs> all of them are, like, from what I understand, because I've heard a lot about these movies, like, just growing up around people who are interested in them. Um, I feel- from what I understand, they're all fairly dark movies. Yeah. The, I, there's only one that I really, that I've watched that I didn't like. I don't like uh, My Neighbor Totoro. I like my neighbor Totoro. Even that one's kind of sad. You know what I mean? It that is, one's like that one's has like a heartbreak in there. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I couldn't get into it. Yeah. Usually, I hate like cartoons when like little girls. No, I mean it, it could be little boys too. I suppose, but like it really bothers me when there's like like a little girl is like the main character and she's like yelling a lot. <laughs> Most of the time, I don't like those movies. <laughs> but I liked my neighbor Totoro because it was, it was super cute. And it was, yeah, like I said, it was uh, it's also kind of tragic. <laughs> <laughs> David, quick, name three movies where the protagonist is a little girl who yells a lot. Oh, that one where uh, Macaulay Culkin died of bees. <laughs> my girl. Um, my girl. Yeah, my girl. My girl. That's one. Um, Annie. Uh, yeah, that's two. She yells a lot. The, yeah, The Secret Garden. Yeah, she, yeah if I see a little girl, he yells a lot. <laughs> Like, yep. Get out of bed! We gotta go to the secret garden. <laughs> it did. 
<laughs> I'm scared. Well, that was a that was a weird quote, but <laughs> I, I don't know. That, but I don't recognize it. <laughs> she, she 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 thinks the garden's dead, but it's just winter. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, shut up! It. You obviously don't know how plants work, you dumbass. You don't know shit. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt yeah. you with that mini game, David. I wanted to see if you could back it up. Oh man, I got I could back it up. Or the um, I win. Yes. Um. The one you should watch next, John. I don't, I don't know if we told you that. Is uh, what's the what's the one when he's like? It's one of the new ones where he like builds airplanes for like the Japanese uh, in World War Two. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I can't remember either. But that one's really sad. Is that does that have a fantasy element to it? Uh, not really. No, not 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 like the others. Okay. There's no magic. It's just this, like an engineer that builds airplanes and he's like shows his like going through his life and uh. And it's so it's so historical because, like I said, it's going through World War II, and it's like going through all that like before and after World War II. And it also has a a sick wife, and that's obviously very tragic. But um, yeah, that that's a good one. Um, sounds like oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say it sounds like a Kazuo Ishiguro novel. Um, I don't know if you guys know what the hell that means. Nope. Is that the guy <laughs> that wrote uh, Never Let Me Go? Uh maybe he wrote remains the day remains of the day yeah. uh the young old did he write also write never let me go yeah is that the one he won the nobel prize for i think so yeah okay yeah no that's the guy i'm talking about but all his uh protagonists are always um it seems like more often than not are always just kind of disaffected disaffected uh and disappointed younger men sometimes older men and they get like remains of the day um just really like like subtly sad but it's just just like corrodes your soul sad yeah, yeah. That, and that's what that movie reminds me of maybe we should watch it and then and then have an opinion <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and then have an <laughs> it's a good one. Oh, he also made a weird one i can't remember the name but it's about uh like squirrels or something or badgers or whatever that like their balls grow really big and they can fly uh, so, like their testicles balls yeah, yeah no yeah like their testicles <laughs> Oh, I gotta yeah, watch. I that. forgot the name of it though. It's super weird. <laughs> Was it Hamtaro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hamtaro. Bada bada bada. Bada 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 bada. Hamtaro. There's a reference no one will get. <laughs> yeah, bada bada bada. I remember I was talking to I was talking about Hamtaro in the office uh, where I used to work to uh, Jaina and Debbie, and um, I was like, you know, Hamtaro, where they do like when they run, they say bada 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 bada, and they didn't know what I was talking about, so I spent the next hour looking for a video of hamsters saying "vada vada vada." Turns out it's really hard to find. <laughs> how do we? How do we find it? Is it on Adult Swim or something? Yeah, it was on like Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, and that's, that's how we started watching Hamtaro. <laughs> <laughs> God. I wish uh, we shouldn't have brought Hamtaro up. No, just, um, in case anybody's interested, Hamtaro is uh, it's an anime about <laughs> hamsters. That's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anime about a hamster. But yeah, I'm gonna look for this uh the badgers with balls who can fly. I think is that that uh are they badgers who look like raccoons? They might be raccoons. Yeah, there's some some kind of critter. Pompoco? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Pompoco. <laughs> Pompoco? It's super weird. Yeah, it's right. really, really odd. It's very strange. Yeah, their balls grow gigantic and they can fly. <laughs> like after their balls grow only when they're, they're, they have big balls and they can fly 
Do they just sit on their balls and then kind of float up? Kind of, yeah. It's just <laughs> super weird. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just sit on their balls. All of our listeners, we're having a, what's it called? Compoco viewing party this week. Hit us up on yeah. Facebook. It's going to be live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one I didn't like was Kiki's delivery service. That one's that one was annoying. Another little girl. Why do you hate little girls, David? No, no. I, I like, the little girls are fine. <laughs> I just think they shouldn't act in movies. I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> oh, totally kidding. I don't know. There's something about this, like, yelling and like they're like eh, and then crying like a lot <laughs> it just bothers me it annoys it annoys me you know you kind of want a a sullen little boy quiet character like yeah yeah definitely like never ending story what mm-hmm. um which one <laughs> the first one are you talking about you're not, <laughs> so you're talking about the the kid right that the reads the book yeah i know he's not quiet what's his he's name not at all Sebastian, right <laughs> Sebastian, say, say my name, name Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, you're not real. <laughs> this is it's just a story. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. Don't be a Sebastian. I was thinking, of, you know, I was thinking of a like young Anakin too. I feel like he was annoying as shit. He was super annoying. <laughs> I just read about I just read about that actor, and apparently, um, that role like destroyed his life. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, was it like something Lloyd, Andrew Lloyd, or something like that. Something. Um, yeah, apparently he just got bullied uh, relentlessly and remorselessly at school until like he had to like drop out or something like Good that. Lord, that, that yeah, sucks. He, he got arrested for like driving drunk, and he's a uh, like paranoid schizophrenic or some shit like that. Jesus, wow. that sucks. He's on the up and up, but yeah, those uh, those formative years were tough for him. Damn. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that Ooh, castle, castle in the sky. There's a little girl in that one, and she doesn't bother me at all. She's cool. That's a high, uh, another Studio Ghibli movie. But you've already gone on record saying that you don't like little girls in lead roles. <laughs> don't, don't tell people that. <laughs> I don't have to tell them anything, David. You told them with your voice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This I mean, it's true. I can't, I, I can't lie. Life. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Um, I'm scared. <laughs> There's a little girl in that one, and she 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 dies. But I, I don't yeah. think I hated her. <laughs> not related. Those facts are not related. <laughs> not related. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I can't. I can't dig myself out. Sorry. I'm just making it worse. <laughs> trying to think of a really good movie with a little girl lead. Matilda. That's a good movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Matilda. Whoa, that's a good. I was thinking of a. Uh, I was thinking of the schoolgirl in uh, France. Madeline? But yeah, Matilda's a good, a good movie. Yeah, Madeline. Madeline's a killer too. I've never seen that one. That's good. Oh yeah, man. She's the leader of the pack, man. She'll be walking with her. I don't know, house mother. I'm not sure. I don't know. She's but, a nun. Uh, a nun is that what they were they in a like a nunnery like orphanage or it was something? like a nun kind of boarding school orphanage thing yeah but yeah man she used to roam the streets of paris man yeah Just with taking name with her butts. dog genevieve oh yeah <laughs> anyway so story we're having a madeline viewing party on facebook this week make sure you tune in absolutely i'll watch it and i'll complain the whole time <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Yo, Ali, what's something you you don't like today? <laughs> this this something, episode. Something I don't like this episode that I just recently found out about myself, and um, you will need visual aids for this one. I do not like Matthew McConaughey's mouth. What? Yes, I know, I know. You look at me like I'm crazy, but I was watching uh, Failure to Launch, and like, there's a scene where he's uh, in. <laughs> Shut up. There's I, a scene. I hate that movie. <laughs> There's a scene where he's in his car and he's just doing this weird shit with his mouth. So all I could focus on was his mouth for the entire movie. And I swear, Google Matthew McConaughey's mouth. It's just not right. <laughs> Google break. His mouth is just bothersome. The way he talks, I don't know. His mouth doesn't move right. Oh yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> it's almost like he had like um, too much Botox and it doesn't like really move much. Yeah, and like, like his like I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but like his mouth looks like a tiny little like butthole or something. I yeah, don't know. It does look kind of like a butthole. That's weird. Like, it just his his mouth his lips don't move enough, but they yeah, yeah. too much all at once. You know, he's almost got like that old person like smile going on. You know, like it's kind of kind of kind of strange. Like just his jaw, the whole jaw is kind of like that. Yeah, and like there's one, there's like this one smile he does where it looks like he's got no teeth, and he looks like a like a snapping turtle. <laughs> like I do, I just, you know, Matthew McConaughey, like you know, he he produces some, you know, mildly introducing entertaining movies, but his mouth, man, yeah. just, it really bothers me. It just bothers me. God. People love Matthew McConaughey. He's he's made a hit movie like every year since like 1999. Damn. Yeah, I've never really minded him. I, I kind of like watching him. I mean, I don't mind I like him. him. I like, I like him. him yeah. But today, like, it just struck me funny because I was like, his mouth. He does have a almost, yeah, like you said, the absence absence and overabundance of mouth. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. I'm, I'm currently watching uh, on, on mute the Wolf of Wall Street scene where he punches, like, Pumps himself in my chest while he's talking to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in Angels in the Outfield. Really? Yeah, I don't remember him from that. Oh, of course, I haven't seen it since 1995. But what's your favorite Matthew McConaughey movie, though? Dallas Buyers Club is pretty awesome. That was a fantastic movie. I think it was really good in The Lincoln Lawyer as well. I haven't seen that. I liked him in Mud. I never saw Mud. I thought that was. Oh, movie. I like I liked Interstellar a lot. <laughs> yeah, Interstellar was awesome. Yeah, he did a good job on that too. Like, I, yeah, for the like, that's not. I'm not knocking his uh, his acting at all because I don't like. He makes good movies. It's just like, I, you know, I've I've watched movies with him in it for years and years, and for the first time ever, I was like, why? Why does your mouth look like that? I imagine it's kind of like this, uh, maybe a similar experience after you've been like with somebody for, I don't know, maybe over five, ten years or something like that, and you just start like, or maybe shorter. I don't know. Um, and just start like noticing things about them. Once you see something <laughs> like that, it's hard to uh, get over it and unsee it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I fear that's what I'll see every time I watch a movie with him in it now. Yeah, and Matthew McConaughey has he has to be like one of the most quotable guys ever. Oh yeah. Like one thing that I always like for some reason I always like think about randomly, almost like every every day for some reason is when that that scene in U five seven one the submarine movie. Where he's like talking to that kid at the end, and he's like, "You're gonna go down there, and you're gonna do your job, sailor." You know, just like, <laughs> and he just sounds so crazy. You know, 
he kind of always sounds crazy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but he does play the perfect skis bag. You know, uh, like have you ever seen Magic Mike? Yeah. No. He was, he, oh man, he was really gross in that movie. He was, <laughs> he was like, yeah. He, yeah, all these uh, these sexy Channing Channing Tatum dudes showing up and they're like putting on a show, but he's like, the I guess the coach or something. Um, and he's just kind of like this, like he just seems older than he actually was like in real life. But um, he he was just gross. Check him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like he's best as a really gross dude. Cause, but I've never, I've never really seen like the appeal and the sexy Matthew McConaughey, you know? Oh, there's lots of ladies that disagree with you, John. <laughs> I know it. Uh, I watched the, What's that chick flick with Matthew McConaughey in it? I watched this with Jess. It's like 10 things I hate about you, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she and just had... yelled. I'm, by the way, everybody, again, I'm recording from the closet. She can hear everything I say. She said it was the wedding planner. Oh, with uh, J-Lo? No, no, not uh, fiance break. It, it's not Jennifer Lopez. It was uh, some white chick, and they're in New York, and she was Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker or something. No, it wasn't Sarah Jessica Parker. Kate Hudson. No, not not Kate Hudson. Not failure to launch. Um, Jessica Alba. David. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, he was like she was a uh, she was writing for a magazine. How to lose a guy in ten days? Oh, that's that's Kay Hudson. Oh, oh is that Kay Hudson? It's Kay Hudson. Yeah, yes, with Kay Hudson. Duh. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've I've never understood that part of Matthew McConaughey, but I do like him as a kind of grungy, weathered man. You know? Yeah, definitely. And he does a great job in that in Dallas Buyers Club because he's really gross in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's really. A really bad, but then good dude. I don't really like his, his like, so we're kind of getting off like the whole mouth subject, but that's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't like his, like, uh, it, like the lady getter mode that he goes in, you know, like super charming and like, oh, yeah, I see. You, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or obviously I don't have it, but um, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like that side of him. <laughs> yeah. The whole, like, I've slept with half this town, but I'm going to choose you. Yeah, yeah, half this no. town. <laughs> yeah, I'm not super into that, and I like it, but I'm also not watching those movies for that kind of reason, you know. Yeah, definitely, that's true. I'm watching it for Kate Hudson. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, my life this week is kind of hoity-toity. I hope you'll um, be patient with me. But I really, really like very pretty libraries. Um, and, uh, like, especially older ones. Like, you don't see this a lot with newer libraries. Newer libraries, I feel like, are just recreation centers with the walls broken down. You know, all concrete and no spirit. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but older <laughs> libraries, especially, like, good university libraries and almost any Carnegie library. Are you guys familiar with Carnegie libraries? Yeah, yeah definitely. Eureka's got one. Yeah, that was, I was going to bring that up because today I was like, I really like Carnegie libraries, but I have no idea how many I've been to. I knew that I went to the one Eureka Springs because that's where I learned about them originally. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one is pretty cool. It's got a lot of personality. It's, it's very, very pretty. All 
all wood and interesting like interior architecture is our if it's inside is it still architecture i don't know you tell us listeners um <laughs> but uh but david you've been to one too yep the one in eureka springs you've been to two as well david <laughs> which um, is the other one shelbyville shelbyville has one yeah, the Shelbyville Library, Shelbyville, Kentucky, for our listeners out there. Shelbyville Library is a Carnegie Library. Oh, shit. I did not know that. And that's why it's so damn pretty is because uh, it was built in that, you know, that Carnegie era. Um, and the third one that I know I've been to is uh, one in Haver, Montana. Um, mm-hmm. That one's not a library anymore. It's been reverted, uh, converted into a an art gallery. So I, but I have been to it and it's uh, very pretty, just like the one in Eureka Springs, just like the one in Shelbyville, Kentucky. I just love them because uh, there are these like, see, it feels like the only public building, the only public institution where people still like put um, an effort into creating a beautiful space for people. It's almost like, yeah. it's almost like a cathedral for, um, for thought. Okay. And, like generally like, ex- like high ceilings and expansive rooms uh, where people can just kind of collect and become better versions of themselves by reading, you know, the world's literature, lots of wood, lots of glass, the more wood and glass, the better. I just, uh, I love uh, hanging out and looking at libraries. Um, I, I thought that the one in Moorhead, Kentucky would be one, but I think it's too new uh, at Moorhead State University. Yeah. Um, but that one's a very pretty one. Yeah, it is. So yeah, I just love, I love the way they look and I love the way they feel when you hang out. In them. It just kind of feels like you've been transported to this place that matters and is a little more interesting. I totally agree with you. I, I'm definitely a big fan of libraries. I, it's really hard for me when I was going to college or whatever. It's hard for me to do work inside my own home. So I pretty much just lived in libraries and just spent hours and hours there. I love going to libraries and uh, doing work. It, it feels really good. And I know uh, the University of Washington uh, library is probably the coolest one I've been to. It's like super, super old and gigantic. And it's got those big ass windows you see in like, you know, movies where guys go to boarding school and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's that? Uh, what's that? Brad Pitt and um, movie where somebody's doing like the Seven Deadly Sins. It's called Seven. Oh, Seven. Yes. And uh, the library where God, I can't remember his name. Uh, Red from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, God. What's his name? Super famous guy. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Yeah. But the library he's sitting in. I always want to be like super scholarly. And like being a library like that and like study stuff, but I, I don't know what I'd study. I'd probably just be like going to like the magazine rack. But the the idea is really cool. Yeah, the idea is very cool. And I was thinking about that earlier today when I came up with this on the fly. Um, is like I used to, yeah, I used to have that feeling where I, I would just like as soon as you enter a library like that, then you're just like, this is amazing. And I I just wanted to be a scholar, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Not smart enough to be a scholar, but if I could bullshit my way into that, just like I bullshitted my way into most positions in my life, then yep. it'd be fantastic. Best best scenery of any job I've ever had. Definitely. I agree. I think a bad library that I've been to was the NSU's library. That was I was about to ugly. say, it's, it's not very pretty. It's functional, no, but it's, it's not... You can it's that warehouse thing you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very it's very seven, like maybe 70s or 80s. It feels very 80s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like a great atmosphere for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was very like not. There's nothing pretty about it. Like, nah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but my was it? How do you say alma mater or alma mater? Alma mater. Alma mater. Alma mater. Alma mater? I, yeah. I thought so. Uh, my my alma mater, or however the fuck you say that, is uh, New Mexico State, and um, 
and they had the same thing going on. It's just like five stories of just kind of blandness. It, could, it might as well have been, you know, like a county courthouse, you know? Yeah, yeah. But not, but not mm-hmm. a cool courthouse because they have cool ones of those too. Basically, if they, you know, if they, if it's just new and used a lot of concrete to make it, then it just kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. Eastern Kentucky University. That was a really cool library. It's kind of like it was like a really old library, but then they, then they decided to like build onto it. But they didn't destroy the old one. They just kind of built it's like old school building connected to a totally you know new like new building. That but they just uh, connected it together, and that turned out really well. I think super pretty in there i think that's the way it should be you know i was mm-hmm. uh i was reading about carnegie libraries today and it was amazing how many ones have been just demolished yeah yeah and, and that just seems uh ridiculous to me i mean probably not all of them are beautiful libraries there has to be some woofers in there you know but it just <clears> feels <throat> like if you're going to like demolish a building and build a completely new like concrete brutalist building then you should have just renovated the first one you had yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> yeah, try to preserve a little bit of that feeling. Yeah, I just love the like, like the cathedral quality to a good library. Mm-hmm, definitely, I feel that. I feel that. Did you do you guys like ever love to take naps in libraries? Like you're studying really hard or something, or like writing a really long paper, and you're like all of a sudden you're like get the wave of like really tired, and then like you just like lay your head down and pass out for a while. Never, no. I love taking naps in libraries. <laughs> I don't know why, because you wake up and you're like, oh, oh. I'm in the library. And then, and then you see your work in front of you. You're like, oh, okay, cool. I took a nap. And you just keep <laughs> on going. <laughs> awesome. No, yeah. I, I can't say I that, but it seems efficient. I can't, I don't feel like I fall asleep in public places very well, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that. It's probably a good <laughs> thing, Allie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Not something you should practice. Well, um, my dislike for episode 11 this uh, this time is uh, auctions. What? Uh, <laughs> are you sure you want to do this, David? I already told mom about it, so no worries. All right. <laughs> uh, she, she knows. Um, and, you know, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not a homeowner or a business owner, and that's why I don't care for them very much. But I, I've been to a bunch, and I, John's been to a bunch, and I know Ali's been to a few for sure. Mm-hmm. They're all... It's just buying, I don't know. It's like, it's just buying like ridiculous things that you don't need at all <laughs> from like, you know, uh, and like, you know, like glass grapes or something and like people bid on them. Like, oh, damn, I need them glass grapes. <laughs> and so you're, like, you're trying to buy glass grapes and shit like that are like nine sets of dishes when you already have nine at home. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I, I know in my, in our family, I've always had a problem with dishes, but whatever. And uh, and I think it's because you have to. Whenever you, w- I went with my mom because she used to own a. Our mom, our our nene, um, she used to own an antique shop, and uh, so auctions. Whenever she owned that antique shop, auctions meant you're gonna have to work really hard because she's gonna buy tons of furniture and tons of dishes. So, but yeah, yeah. Nowadays it's not so bad. She she sold it and she hardly buys anything now. Because, you know, what's the point? She already has furniture in her house. So they're not too bad. And now that I'm not working my ass off with these dressers, I can truly sit and uh, enjoy the auction as much as I can. And that's when I came up with this topic, is that auctions are pretty lame. <laughs> like, especially when you, when, you, when you know what I mean. And I, what I find interesting about them is looking at 
uh, some of the people that go to auctions. They're very interesting to look at and um, see how much like pointless stuff sells for. Because sometimes it goes way up there for like like a, a model airplane or something. <laughs> like they like oh, hundred dollars, hundred fifty. So yeah, I, I don't really get the point of auctions, and they're, they're kind of dirty, and it's really hot, and you're gonna have to work your ass off most of the time. I yeah, I think uh, before I give my final judgment on auctions, I think uh, <clears throat> something that's very interesting about what you just said about the value we place in items. Um, I I find it fun to think about that too. Because it's not really mm -hmm. the item we're buying; it's the idea of like rarity or collectibleness or a uh, like quality. Maybe I don't know. I've never been to mm -hmm. a uh, an auction where quality was concerned, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but, like, uh, but I think that's they're buying nostalgia when they buy that stuff. Except for you know, like pocket knives, it's just like tools. Tools sell tools sell for very well at auctions. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Like, but like glass grapes. You know, I think it just depends on who's there and who's in the market for glass grapes, right? Because yeah, yeah. If nobody gives a fuck about glass glass grapes, you're going to get glass grapes for twenty five cents. If a lot of people care about <laughs> glass grapes, you're going to get them for ten dollars a bushel, right? Yeah, or not a bushel, a bunch, whatever. Um, those are you buy a glass corn for bushels, right? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just I'm just making sure. But, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I think but, grapes uh, come in bunches. Grapes come in bunches. What comes in a bushel? Wheat? Wheat. Yeah, I think you're right, David. I think, uh, <laughs> kind of like, but, uh, but I, I do disagree with you. I, I actually like auctions. Um, pretty much for all the same reasons you just said that they're interesting. Um, I guess it's just like more <laughs> powerful for me because I, I love the people watching aspect of it. I love seeing what things are, what, okay, not what they're worth, what the worth that we place on these things. And, um, I also like the business aspect of it. You know, like when mom had her antique shop, um, I was all about that. Like, like, like how low can you buy something before like it becomes, or how high can you buy something before like making a profit off of it is unreasonable, like unlikely, you know, and just like yeah. playing, that, playing that formula out in your head, item after item. I always sucked at it. I just kind of picked the stuff up after mom did the formula and told me to go get the thing. But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was always still pretty interested in it, and I like the like the history of it too, because like at auctions you get to see like like a special slice of time, you know, like it's Americana history um, of like things that you don't really see anymore. Like where else are you going to see like rusted ass hand tools uh, in your daily life? No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, unless you like unless you're following an Instagram page called Rusted Ass Hand Tools, you know. Yeah, you definitely see old stuff. I've I've learned many things from auctions because they're like auctioning off some random thing, and I just lean over to mom. I'm like, hey, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? Like it's stuff I've never even seen before, and I'm like, oh, it's a old school outdoor can opener. I see. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think a good way to think about it is like, uh, I don't know if you guys as kids did this, but like, did you ever like open up dictionaries and look for the pictures or like encyclopedias and just look for like diagrams of different plants you find in the forest or like, you know, like ruminant animals. And you're just like, Oh, cool. Like, you know, just like looking through all the kind of things that there are in the world, you know, maybe at all. <laughs> no, I don't, no, I've never opened a dictionary. A and <laughs> Uh, but no, I don't think I ever did that. I think I might have did that with like geography and like maps and shit. But well, yeah, kind of same thing. You're know, like, or just like a page mm -hmm. of the dictionary or like your map book where it's just like flags of every country. 
you know? Yeah, okay, yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, like, just, like, mm-hmm. reference pages like that. Or even just, like, here's how tall a brontosaurus is next to a human, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like auctions are a, a live-action kind of reference page like that, a visual refer- reference page where you're just, like, they're just showing you one old thing after another old thing. And it's just, like, oh, this here, like, Norataki China is from your grandmama's age and it's five bucks a plate anyway we just sold it to that lady you know and then they'll just, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll show you like oh wait this here rusted ass hand tool is a is a is a cotton weeper and uh it just it makes cotton real sad anyway we sold it to that guy it's ten dollars you know <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like that uh, I kinda, yeah. kinda like it. it's, a, it's a learning experience i hear that what about you ali i'm kind of in the middle sometimes like you know, I've I've been to a couple auctions that I had a really good time at, and some I'm just like, just miserable. It really depends. So I think bored. it really depends on like who the auctioneer is, and like what kind of crowd you have, because sometimes it's just like, mm. there's one. Yeah. There's one we went to, like one really really freaky one in Kentucky. I can't remember what it is though. Wingo. Oh, sorry. Oh. Should, we can't we can't say town names. Nobody, <laughs> nobody in Wingo listens to our fucking podcast. <laughs> Let's hope not, because they're they're about they're gonna come kill my ass because they're they're kind of like that. But yeah, um, that one. Was, but yeah, that one is weird. That one is weird. I remember <laughs> the first time I went to that one. Uh, I saw a guy. This is just like little, but he had a a Zippo lighter in a like a holster. And I just thought that was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a nasty guy that goes there. Like I'm like before I left for Seattle. And I was, you know, still living in Tennessee. I went to a Wingo, uh, to the auction in Wingo, and there's this nasty dude that felt me up, uh, in like the aisleway between his seats, and it was fucking disgusting. What? I, oh my Don't god, that was terrible. Yeah, you know, like you accidentally run into someone, and, like with your hands like open, and like he just like like all up my back and like like just like brushed past me as hard as he could. It was fucking gross. Oh, God. It was so fucking gross. I saw him again. I went not too long ago and I saw him again. He still goes, but I made sure to stay the hell away from him. Did you say anything or like do anything or were you just kind of like staying so? Like, I, I made this, like, there's a guy, uh, one of the guys that was working the auction, he saw it happen. And uh, like, I was just like, oh, just like totally just like tensed up. I'm like, oh my God. And like, I just like looked at him as, and like, he didn't make eye contact. He just like, like brushed, heavy brushed past me. And uh, with his hands and like just kept on going. And like the guy, the guy saw me and I made eye contact with him and he's just like, oh, shook his head. He's like, oh my God. I just thought that's disgusting. Weird. <laughs> Fuck that. So gross. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's Wingo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't go to wing- auctions in Wingo. Other auctions are, can be decent, but not that. No, no, I have a problem with it about auctions as well and i know it's just natural part of life i suppose but going to an old person's house that they just died and they're selling all the shit they've collected their entire life and like i, I can't i can't not think like my god like i'm gonna be 90 and i'm have all my shit and then i'm gonna die and they're just gonna be auctioned off yeah i think the the key to that is don't have too much shit yeah that's true <laughs> i'll say like the one thing i don't like about auctions is that it's like except for a select few like who are either a running a business or be looking for a very specific item. The ones who are just like buying everything that is cheap just because like some hoarder mentality, that shit goes yeah. out. I hate thinking mm-hmm. about that. 
yeah and so you just have to like imagine these people's houses it's just like slowly like seas rising just random shit piling up on their floors until it kind of overflows into another each other like waves of crystal grapes and rusted ass handles and um i don't know it's just it's just sad so i feel like with your lifestyle and mentality you won't have to worry about that when you die will Rogers yeah just, will like i'll you die and i say oh cool i'll take this he would want me to have that and then we'll throw away the fucking rest of it away like all your yeah, <laughs> all your new yeah just take, take my guitar and my violin that's pretty much all i got <laughs> since yeah. just don't have some <laughs> shit it's easy yeah but um or just be cool with uh, strangers getting your shit when you die. Because what the fuck do you care after you're dead? You know? Yeah, that, that's true. It just makes me think about life and like, yeah, in a dark kind of way. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of a strange situation. Somebody dies and you're invited to their house for a party that uh, they're not invited to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to take all their stuff away. It is kind of a, like a, a stark reminder of what happens to us once we, once we go, like other people have to yeah. clean up shit and kind of erase your, erase your, um, um, consume. Okay. Erase your consumer mark off the face of the planet. You know, like, cause it's not really yeah. erasing people's memories. Like, because nobody's going to re- remember me by the sectional couch I got. Right. It'll be, yeah. Yeah. The pictures that hopefully somebody took or you could just like somebody set on fire i don't give a shit well i do give a shit but you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah but, um, but as far as like crystal you know your glass grapes they're gonna have to go somewhere might as well go to yeah. our mom our mom's shop so they can go to the next person who dies and then our mom buys them back and then does it all again <laughs> yep definitely <laughs> it's, it's the, the curse of the crystal grapes <laughs> yeah yeah definitely <laughs> Yeah, but when I'm when I'm not like super depressed over selling old dead people's stuff, um, I just kind of find them really boring. Also, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that like the only thing I like one of the best things about going to auctions with David is watching him try and Snapchat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's when I was trying my online dating, and David's like, we did a podcast. Like trying to take a selfie. He's like, it's like what the fuck? It's like what am I doing? I feel ridiculous. And, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 I can't do it. I don't talk to that person anymore because I don't even have a Snapchat anymore. I, I didn't get better at it. I just got it out of my life. Just quit. <laughs> just like, yeah. You don't have a Snapchat anymore? No, no, I don't have one. Oh, I should probably stop sending you snaps. <laughs> I probably got a ton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I haven't Snapchatted and shit. Probably since I was at that auction with you, Ellie. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I don't think I ever really see you snaps anyway because of that. Just because you're yeah, not yeah. good at it. Yeah, no, I'm terrible. So, uh, every week we like to name off a couple of things that, a couple of small things that we like just so we don't end on a bad note. Um, we like to be positive sometimes, right, guys? Yes. Yes. Um, so. <laughs> What's uh, something that you guys like that you don't want to spend a ridiculous amount of time overanalyzing? Um, something very small that I like is Edison light bulbs. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Nope. Uh, okay, I don't know if you'll be able to see. Edison light bulbs are oh. like, they're, they're really cool. Like, like I guess it's a fucking light bulb. You can't really see it. But the way they're shaped. They got uh, all the little filaments in them. Like antique like a- style light bulbs. Yeah, yeah. They're like... 
they're super hipstery, but they're I think they look really cool, and they make me feel connected to you know that cheat Thomas Edison. <laughs> nice, that, that rat bastard. <laughs> that rat bastard. No, I like those. I think they uh, they look a lot cooler. It's, yeah, it's, I, I, uh, would, I wouldn't do like a whole house in them because they're like a little too dark. But like you know, like as a lamp for sure. Yeah, bedside lamp for sure. All right, what about you, David? Something uh, small that I like that I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about is uh, medieval fairs. And uh, I know John and I, we used to go to a medieval medieval fair in Las Cruces, New Mexico every single year. And it was super badass because you could buy swords and like maces and shit and cool like medieval kaleidoscopes. <laughs> and and you get to hear, there's also always like cool music playing and you get to watch nerds LARP. I loved it. I actually love uh, middle, uh, sorry, Renaissance fairs as well. Um, yeah, Renaissance fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you say medieval fairs? I said medieval fairs. <laughs> yeah, re- Renaissance fairs. I, for some reason, I just translated that, but I almost said medieval. So I think, uh, anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> I actually to take my my stepkids to um, a Renaissance fair, and I only got one to go because the other one was too cool. Um, <laughs> and then we, got, we got there, and it was a Renaissance fair. And but I was like, no, guys, this this isn't real. It, it gets much better. Like, don't <laughs> yeah. The one in Las Cruces was really, really. Either, it was either really, really, really cool, or we were really, really, really young. You know, I um, think it was really cool. I think so too. They had a lot of stuff to do there. I, I remember them pretty vividly, um, and I don't remember shit. So there's that. But yeah, I love I love a good Renaissance fair. Big ass mm-hmm. turkey and watching maidens. I don't. I don't yep, think definitely. I've ever been to one. What? You gotta I know, and I lived 30 minutes from like the biggest Renaissance fair in like Oklahoma, Arkansas, Kansas. So I never went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go. I think that. maybe I'm intimidated. <laughs> intimidated? <laughs> you think somebody's gonna get a rogue is gonna get you? Maybe, man. Yeah, but somebody... that's right up my alley. I'm pretty nerdy, so. Yeah, the, me too. And it's super fun. We all we're all going to a Renaissance fair live stream on Facebook. Join us this week. Yes, we're gonna open a Twitch account. What's up? Twitch. Yeah. Uh, well, something small that I like this week are pocket notebooks. That's right. <laughs> it's a notebook that fits in your pocket. This one shaped like my butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like uh, I like pocket notebooks because um, because a you'll write stuff down on them. And they help you remember things. And if you ever, like, if you're I'm not saying that I'm a creative type, but if you are a creative type, if you happen to be one, then it's a good place to, like, capture any thoughts that you have during the day. Or, like, if you like journaling, you can journal on the go. You can write you can write people's numbers down in there. To like, you know, like, contractors and shit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's just, uh, it's fun to have. You can, you can draw on it. You can make it into a tiny airplane. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fun. I'd, I'd, I'd have to agree. I, oh, I only got one. I, too, like Allie pocket notebooks. Composition <laughs> notebook. Those are cool. I love these, dude. Yeah. yeah. I need I need to start carrying one because uh, I've been trying to write songs lately uh, for the guitar. And I if I sit there and it's like, okay, I'm going to write a song today, I will not think of any lyrics. But it's always like random times. I'm like at Walmart. like, oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a fucking pocket notebook to write it in. So I always forget it immediately. David, seriously, it doesn't take a. It's less face than a wallet. You can put it in your other ass pocket, and um, yeah, yeah. And as I try to do this, like as soon as I have one of those thoughts that you just had in Walmart about a song lyric, just stop, take it out, write it down, boom. You know, I have to worry. Yeah. about it. and then you get to keep it for later instead of just forgetting it and 
you know, because you've probably written a hundred songs in your head by this point, but you keep forgetting the point. because you don't have a pocket notebook. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got, yeah, definitely. I've got one for like personal and then one for work. So nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to when I was a journalist, I had one for work and one for myself. I should have just had this as a normal one, like of a, a like this week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep, that's my small thing. Well, listeners, we're at the end of another episode. As always, we're going to let you know that we want to hear you out. Be that a criticism, be that something you want to hear us talk about. Anything. We'd love to hear you out. And you can contact us on Facebook under Hear Us Out. You can contact us at Instagram, and our handle is Podcast Hear Us Out. And as always, you can send us an email at podcasthearusout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Boom, Allie with the marketing. She the best at it. Yeah, yeah, represent <laughs> in the house. Facebook watch party this week. We got three different ones. Don't actually show up because I don't know how to do that. Pompoco. Pompoco. We got Pompoco. We got Madeline. What was the third one? Renaissance Fair. Renaissance Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also that Facebook was podcast hear us out. Everything is podcast here, so. Yes, yes. yes. Sorry about that. Don't be sorry, be better. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh. I'm just kidding. Sorry. That was very rude of me. I apologize. No, it's okay. It's okay. Well, as always, thank you, David, for this week's song. Uh, whether it be the old or a very new track from David, one of these days I'm going to trick you and sign you up for a SoundCloud account. Hope you're not mad. Nope, I won't be mad. But yeah, no problem. I like to make music. And thank you, John, for cutting my song up and putting it into our podcast all neat like. Oh, yeah, like chickens in a row. And thank you, Allie, for all that PR and marketing. Bling, bling. Bling, bling. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I got the easiest job in this group. <laughs> you probably did, brother. <laughs> yeah, you made the music. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, none of the jobs are easy. There we go. Thank you, Ali. <laughs> this was episode 11 of Hear Us Out. I'm your host, David. I'm Jump Hall. And I'm Ali. Thanks for listening in. <laughs> Thanks for listening in. See you guys next time. A portable air conditioner? I need a Yankee candle in here. It's starting to smell musty. The tide will rise and then recede.